welcome back to the podcast. It's been almost two years since I've done this podcast, and that's because I was setting up this studio that you probably can't see right now, but you'll see it in all of the future podcasts because this is where we're going to film them. Um, This is Vitality NYC. We do cryotherapy. We have an infrared sauna on my right, a cryo sauna on my left. We have three treatment rooms here where we do colon hydrotherapy and um, took a long time to really get our groove and get things going. And I've spent a lot of time setting this place up and did not have a lot of time to do podcasts. So I wanted to get things rolling again. Um, We filmed and recorded three podcasts in 2017 and one's actually about to happen now, the third one with Chef Pete Cervoni. But this podcast, podcast number 21, is with my boy Dennis who created some promotional videos for Vitality, actually. And I've known Dennis uh, since I was a teenager. And our friendship wasn't really, had nothing to do with my lifestyle and diet and things I was into. It just had to do with the fact that we both grew up in Staten Island and we were two creative types and um, we came from the same network of friends. So um, Dennis was filming these promotional videos for Vitality and he came to a Q&A night that I was doing. And he came to shoot some B-roll. And while he was there listening to me do this Q&A, I said some things that sort of affected him. And he started thinking about the way he was eating, the way he was living. And he made some really profound and dramatic changes and did them consistently for almost a year now. And uh, I invited him on the podcast because he's super cool. And I wanted him to kind of tell me a little bit about that process, not just like what happened with him physically, but he was telling me about his transition uh, into dating life, being vegan, and he's also quit drinking recently, um, or not so recently, but a couple of years ago. So being sober, being vegan, and then trying to function in the world. Uh, so anyway, we had a good time. We talked about all sorts of shit. So anyway, I hope you guys enjoy this. It's the first podcast back, many more to come in 2017-18, and uh, let's jump right into it. I had a, I, this is how deep I go back into like vegan nerddom and natural living. We were in college, the mm-hmm. College of Staten Island. I was working in the disgusting grill. Yeah, you were working uh, in the cafeteria. Flipping fries. And I needed people to join. I needed to validate my student organization called Students for a Globally Sustainable Future, where I used to torture students with like videos of animals being butchered and like experimented on, which is all necessary shit to see. But it's just a lot, you know, and I used to do that. So I was like, hey, man. And we, I knew you from before that, from, from our crew. Yeah. We knew each other from the hardcore scene. Cause the, it was, yeah. the, this is the way, it's really interesting. This is the way Staten Island works. There's, um, and interestingly, Dr. Fred Bishy's from Staten Island. Gil Jacobs is from Staten Island. Tommy D, Tom DeVito is from Staten Island, who also works here. There's all of these like cleansing expert detox nerd people that are from Staten Island. Uh, but Staten Island is, um, you know, when I was, when the Jersey Shore came out and people were just fascinated by it, I didn't get it. Because I was like, what, what, there's a, it's a bunch of guidos at the beach. I don't yeah. understand. They don't exist all over the world. No. I didn't know that. They exist in Staten Island, Long Island, parts of Jersey. Parts like, of Jer- yes. I didn't know, I didn't know yeah. that. That's, yeah. So Staten Island's a lot of guidos. Um, and then there's the sort of more eccentric, artistic, creative groups of people. And it didn't matter where you went to high school. It didn't matter what neighborhood you lived in. We would all find each other. And we would go into these... Um, we would go into these like church halls and bars in these really bad neighborhoods because they were the ones that would let us do it. And that's where everybody's bands would come together and the artists yeah. would come together. And that's how we all know each other. So I knew you before that. But I needed you to validate my student organization. So thank so, you for that. Yeah, I, oh, no problem. 
My colon was probably a mess back then because of what I was eating at that grill. Everybody's colon was a wreck. Yeah, except for yours. Back in those days. I was eating vegan. Yeah. But, um, you started God, I was 19. That was when I was 19 years old. Hey, you were 19 years old. Yeah. That's I'm when you started. 42 now. And I'm 40. So, my God, I was 17 when we met. <laughs> now, some of you, if you are an early podcast listener, so we're up to uh, number 21 now. There have, been, there have been 20 podcasts. And like the first four or five podcasts... I used to feature Dennis's um, band a lot on the, on the early podcast. I'd use it as the intro and outro music and show a video clip because the music's incredible. Um, the music you're doing now is incredible. Oh, thank you. And uh, the photography and video work that you're doing now is incredible. Now, you made two promotional videos for Vitality. Mm -hmm. And so Dennis was like, yeah, I'm all about it. Let's do it. He said, I'd like to get some like, B-roll and stuff. I said, well, I'm doing a Q&A night. So I was like, why don't you come to the Q&A night? Oh, this is big. Yeah. This, so, is, my, this is my I've seen the light moment. Yeah, and this is what this is what I want to focus this podcast on. You came to the Q and A night, and I was just kind of doing my thing and answering questions. And we had a bunch of people there, and you were shooting video footage. And some things that I said in that Q and A night changed your entire life. And the thing that was most impressive to me is that you actually did it, and you did it consistently, and you made the complete change, and you're still doing it now. Which yeah. is what? How many? When did we shoot those videos? Six, I think February. Seven, yeah, six February months. of last year. We, we did. Oh my gosh! So it's been almost a year. Yeah, it's been almost a year. Well, so I've been, I've been well. Okay, let me open the floor here for yeah. a second. Tell us what happened. That okay. Night. Well, first of all, for reasons that we'll get into later, I am now calling myself plant-based. Okay. Right? I'm not saying vegan anymore, and there's a whole slew of reasons why. And mostly it's because, I mean, I still deal with the idiotic questions, but I, it's actually other vegans that I've stopped calling myself vegan. I call myself plant-based because there's too much policing. This is fun for me. There's too much policing. Because I never get, you know, like when I see the drama that occurs throughout YouTube and Instagram and, and Facebook, nobody ever Fs with me on anything Dude, I post or anything I, I, I do, maybe but other people maybe I'm do. Like, so this is fascinating. I'm like new to the club and I did it for health purposes, right? Yeah. So if... You love animals, too. I love animals. You, you know what I did for my cat, right? Oh, yeah. I'm like three grand in the hole because of that cat. My cat has a bacteria infection in her nose. Anyway, that's a whole other, other story. I don't believe in murdering animals. Uh, I don't believe in eating them. However, there are times when I buy leather. And I feel terrible about it. I buy leather about once a year. Okay. So I get policed a lot about it. So I felt that I didn't have the right to call myself a vegan because I wasn't fully aligned with the movement. So my reasons for, for changing over were from my health. Not that I like want to go around and kill animals with like a knife, like an insane person. Well, that's your, that's your primary motivation. That was my primary motivation. I feel, I don't, I don't feel terrible when i buy leather once a year because it's once a year and it'll be like a pair of boots or a belt <laughs> i also wear wool i don't know i guess that's not vegan either um by the way i wear the same things i know so we yeah. talked about this because one day i was like oh are those docks uh vegan and you were like no <laughs> and then you were like because plastic destroys you know it's worse for the environment sometimes i mean like yeah i don't even know how to like properly value judge right. it but there's one that's really no better than the other right yeah. So I hate to, but that's why, so it was vegans that were like, pushed me away from using the term vegan because I was constantly getting policed. You don't have a right to call yourself vegan. You shouldn't be calling yourself vegan. Those are leather shoes. Hey, are those leather? Is that leather? I was, and I would have to delete comments and like answer people. And I was like, well, this is insane. Like I'm like, so I felt, I understand that movement. 
And I couldn't align myself with it because I don't fully, it's like a, it is a movement that is like, it encompasses a lot. So now I say I'm plant-based. I don't eat animals. I don't, you know, I choose to eat plants um, because they're good for me. And, but that, yeah, so that's, so that's, that was, that, that was one of my first revelations of the year of being See, vegan I, slash I, raw plant-based. I love fucking with that movement <laughs> because I've, because it's A, great. I've been, and, and not to pull rank here, but A, I've been vegan for, uh, 22 years. Yeah. For more, for yeah. usually anywhere between 16 to 18 years longer than most of the people in that movement. Right. Um, I don't believe that human beings are naturally vegan. I think it's a good thing. I think it's only a result of the fact that we have agriculture and civilization and we don't have to use the natural world to, to get our food. So it allows us to create more nutrient-dense food that we don't have to, um, you know, where we don't have to hunt and kill animals. Mm-hmm. Um, it allowed our population to grow to a place that if we did all try to, like, rewild ourselves, which is a, a movement right now, like, if we did try to do that, we would just, like, try to imagine New York City deciding to live off the land and hunt and gather. We would just decimate the East Coast, or, like, like within a matter of months. How could we we'd even do eating, that? We'd be we eating each other sewage. at some point. Like, yeah. I mean, there's, like, you know, you can't, it's, like, that's, like, people who move to Gowanus. I'm, like, so I guess I should go back to, let's backtrack, right? Let me go back to the night. <laughs> the night that you had the big revelation? Yeah, the night let's, that you... Let's yeah. go back to that, but let's talk oh, about yeah. this just to get the, the, the vegan oh, thing the straight. Vegan. I, I'm not knocking the, vegans in any way. No, but here's the, here's the big vegan illusion. Yeah. And, like, and, you know, obviously, I think it's a good thing. I'm wearing a Sea Shepherd shirt. I've um, been eating vegan for 23 years. That, by the way, I is one vegan. way to say it. I eat vegan. I right? eat vegan. I do. Uh, but when it comes to the nitpicking, especially in the vegan movement, the big one with me is around honey because I have an Instagram page that has a decent amount of people that I look like, at it. I eat honey. And I'll show like, oh, I got this raw honey from my girlfriend. She sent it in from Oregon. And it's like this delicious natural raw honey, which is, has a lot of great health benefits. And then the comments will start about the honey a little bit. Not too, I, don't get, I don't get too much stuff, but a few people will say some things about the honey. And I'm like, and this, is, this, is the, the, um, this is like the vegan illusion around things. The entire food system that we have, especially the vegan one that is dependent on pollination, right? So basically all the foods that allow us to be vegan are all dependent on pollination. And what people don't know is, like, let's take California, for example, they'll drive trucks from the almond farms down in California Mm. full of bees and hives, and then they go out and they pollinate those trees. If they're not pollinated, the the fruit's not going to develop, the almonds aren't coming. Then they bring them back, they drive them up north. They go up to southern Oregon where they're going to pollinate the pear trees. And people have a whole industry based off of, you know, creating honey and moving bees around to pollinate all the vegan foods that we eat. So it's like our entire system is based on bees. Mm-hmm. And, but it's not based on bees in the natural world because we're not getting all of our food from, like, either foraging or permaculture or small gardens. We're getting right. it from mega farms, right? Right. Uh, and usually the vegans that are very judgmental are from the cities. They have no connection to None. nature whatsoever. But I, I found that the, 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 the judgment, because I said, like, on my Instagram profile, I was like, you know, photographer, Buddhist, director, vegan. Now I just say plant-based. I changed it from vegan to plant-based because it was like the vegan police were on me for everything. And I was like, okay, I need to, I need to change that term. And I, I don't think it's right to, like, vegan shame people. Do you know what I mean? Like, Especially because it's, a, it's like 30 steps in a good direction for the planet and for, for the, animals. I know. And it's yeah. like, well, yeah. you got to nitpick that person. Right. Yeah. It's so what happened that night that you came to, to see uh, me speak? Wow. That was, that was huge. I can't believe it was like a year ago, man. Almost, yeah. Almost a year ago. So uh, I came to see you speak. 
and at that time I was inter intermittent fasting. And that was the beginning of my journey with food. But I was, so I started to lose weight because that was my initial thing. Like I was always, I was like, man, I used to be skinny. Now I'm bloated. I don't like the way I feel. So I was like, oh, intermittent fasting sounds something like I could do. So I, I would, I was doing intermittent fasting. I would fast 16 hours a day. I still do. I, I don't eat from, I, I'll stop eating. I'm done eating today. It's seven. I'm, I'm done. Mm -hmm. uh, Which is incredible to do, by the way. Yeah, well, it like rebuilds. giving the body a break and yes. not eating. Yeah, yes, it's that's your, the, absolutely the, the, incredible. It gives you, your your body finally has a moment to say, "Oh, this is what I'm supposed to be doing." Not digesting that eight pounds of pizza you just ate. Yeah. So the problem is, though, I was breaking fast with like an entire pizza. Yeah, not the ideal way to not break, the ideal uh, way to break. <laughs> but I was still losing weight, so I was like, "Oh, this is working," and I feel good. Then I come to your thing, and I was doing some B roll. And you said something that the thing that you said that hit me is you want to put you want to put food into your body that leaves good stuff in you and also leaves your body and doesn't stay there and create waste. That's when the light bulb went off. That's when I said, I've been doing this thing all wrong. Now I got to up my game. And the next day I went vegan. I did it for like three weeks. And remember, I got like deathly ill fever everything and you texted me and you you're got like, deathly you got deathly well i got deathly well yeah what let me let me ref yes yeah. let me rephrase i got deathly well fever aching coughing everything just all good signs all good signs like chunky like popcorn lung like it was just i was like what is going on lost my voice i was like this for three to five days and i kept texting i'm like dude is this thing gonna go away you were like embrace it you're gonna feel great afterwards and i did and everything after that was like smooth sailing. I haven't been sick in a year. I have had no allergies. Uh, all of my pain and inflammation is gone. I had plantar fasciitis. It's gone. The self-correcting mechanisms of the body when you start to eat natural food or fast, and it's absolutely incredible. I used to have really messed up teeth. People think I wore braces. I didn't yeah. wear any braces. I mean, my bottom are kind of a mess, but yeah. like the top, I had a big gap between my teeth and the front. I just started eating well. I dropped a bunch of weight. My teeth, shaped up it's incredible there's a lot of studies um dr western price we used to travel the world and look at the teeth of all of these different indigenous cultures and when he was doing it i forgot the year but it was in the late 1800s to early 1900s i believe uh when he was still looking at um when he was looking at these cultures there were still a lot of indigenous cultures scattered throughout the world mm. not all of them were vegan not, i don't think any of them were vegan actually but um they all ate like whole foods if they ate animals they ate all the different parts of the animals they ate a lot of raw and processed food from the earth the teeth were incredible didn't matter how much they brushed them some of them had like crap all over their teeth yeah. very few cavities yeah. perfect teeth yeah. they ate healthy fats mineral rich yeah. foods and uh it's in the, the self healing mechanisms are exceptional it's amazing. when we get back to the diet and lifestyle that the body was meant for. It's incredible. And I'll tell you what else happened too is my relationship with food changed. Mm. So I don't eat as much. And, and dude, this, this shit that I hear from people. Okay, you got to hear this one. I, I've been waiting to tell you this one. This is the most recent thing that someone said to me. Oh, Vegans have to eat more or people who are raw based or plant based, they have to eat more, right? Because their brain doesn't function as well as someone who's eating because the brain needs more nutrients or the brain needs more fats. They're like, oh, don't you forget things easier? I'm like, what are you talking? Like, what are you, like, are you serious? Like, these are the things that people have been told. I understand that because 
when I first went to the city when I was a kid, I remember getting on the R train and I saw this like really pale girl with short hair and she was like blonde and she was really pale and I thought, oh, I must have been like 15 years old, you know, and I thought, oh, she must be one of those vegetarians. I just thought that's what a vegetarian looked like. I, I don't know why. Yeah. Like, I, no one had ever talked to me about diet and food, but I thought, oh, she must be a vegetarian. Like, I just didn't. Right. You think that everyone's, like, dying when you're yeah. vegetarian. And meanwhile, you're, you have more nutrients in your body than you ever had in your life. Yeah, where you need less food. Where you're you need more less efficient food. on less right. food. I, so I'm much more efficient. I've lost an insane – you know how much weight I've lost. I've lost 30-some-odd pounds, mm-hmm. over 30 pounds. And I've maintained the same exact weight for – it's consistent – that's con- the more consistent I am with my diet, the more consistent I stay. So I was 190 a year ago, and now I'm one – I waver between like 162 and 159. That's great for where you're at. Yeah, it's great. The height and everything. It's great. Yeah, it's and perfect. everyone – I know. And so no one knows that that's the ideal weight. Everyone's like, you're very skinny. Are you okay? I'm like, I'm great. Like I just went to – like my doctor said, I'm in the, the picture of health. Yeah, but you should check back in two years. I'm like – Oh my God! Everyone is ridiculous. It's funny. It's funny <laughs> it's when insane. when people uh, when people start to eat clean and eat healthy. Um, all of a sudden, everybody becomes an expert and they take issue with things. But if you just eat a bunch of crap and you drink all the time and you have a lot of excess weight on, nobody says anything. No one says shit. No, they just want to party with you. Yeah, that's it. That was one thing I realized is that. You know, I was like, wow, people take offense too when they say that. when I when I say like I don't now that might perfectly segue into what we were talking about with vegan dating. Oh. What's uh what happened with uh your Tinder game drop big time? Huh? Oh. Okay, so my Tinder game was never strong to begin with. I don't know why, because I'm devilishly handsome. Um but what happened was I started putting you know, I said the first thing one of the things I put was I'm vegan. What I noticed was on Bumble and Tinder that as I was going through these – the women. Bumble's, Bumble's where the It's girls, like the Sadie Hawkins dance of, of apps. They, they, they have to make the first move. Right. And Bumble's the one where like – There's some the, hot the vegans more, on Bumble. I found – they're few and far between, but I found them. But the women are, are, tend to be more together and looking for relationships on Bumble now. How do I put this without sounding misogynistic? They all if they're at a if they're at a certain age, uh, they just want to they just want kids. Like they're like I'm ready. Like mm-hmm. they're and they're very forward about it. On they're like I am looking for the real deal on Bumble. Tinder yeah. not so much, right? Tinder's like, yeah, Tinder's like, <laughs> you want to hang out? <laughs> <laughs> okay, understood. Bumble so, is Bumble. So you so you've more. been you changed from being vegan and I don't know how you you put it in your profile. Well, no, I but put you're it sober vegan. too. I you're put sober it too now, right? Because you don't. Oh smoke yeah, I don't. Oh my god. Okay, so check this out. Vegan. Mm-hmm. I don't drink, mm-hmm. and I run my own business. My 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 Bumble game, my Tinder game, gone after that. Vegan and and not drinking, forget it. First of all, every profile, I sw- every every three profiles, again, this is like a trigger. Da 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 da. I enjoy, I enjoy delicious cocktails. Uh, I'm a self-made person. Uh, you know, uh, entrepreneur. V- all caps, vegan swipe left. <laughs> like angry that someone is vegan. And I'm like, why? Like, like I accept that you're eating garbage. Now that, that brings us to another point. Do you, 
do you date outside of raw vegan world? And I would say yes. I would date I someone. I would say without a doubt yes. Yeah, I would never discriminate yes. because I don't want to be discriminated against. Plus, you limit your options down to – there's so many People are going to yell at me for wearing leather shoes. <laughs> it's true. You better watch the vegans you date. I know. Um, they cut my legs off. But yeah, I, I always tell people, I'm like, look, you limit your options tremendously. If it's you just ridiculous to, to say, like, girl. I'm not going to yeah. date you because you eat a steak once in a while. Like, no, I'm, look, the only thing is that I, I do, I try to, I, I do try to date people that don't drink a lot because I can't get on that level. That I understand. Yeah, I can't get on that level. If you're going out and you're getting hammered, you and I are not going to get along. Yeah, one of my ex girlfriends, you said not, she hardly drank. She was like really into like just being like into health to 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 uh, some degree but like th- she would drink sometimes and when she did i'm telling you like it just alcohol lowers vibration so tremendously i don't like to be around it you know and yeah. it's just yeah yeah it's it's it, it, it doesn't I don't mean like one or two drinks. I mean when people go out for the night and drink and then all of a oh, sudden you're insane. like holding no, their head I mean, over like, a toilet like yeah. it's just like <laughs> I literally stand there and I'm just like I want to be compassionate to this person I'm with but Get me the fuck out of this situation. Get me out of like, it. Just get me out of this. And the thing is, here, here, here's the thing. As, 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 a, as, a, as, a, as a guy who, I mean, I actually am an entrepreneur. You know, a lot of people are like, I'm an entrepreneur. I'm like, I actually am an entrepreneur. I'm a photographer, filmmaker. That's how I make my living. I don't do anything else. You're an entrepreneur. You run this business. You have several outlets like this. You know, you're... So I don't have time even if I did drink, I would have time to drink. You know what I mean? Like I just, I don't, I choose not to drink. It, it lowers everything. And as I'm swiping, everyone's wasted. The, all their pictures, they're like cocktails, drinks, champagne, cupcakes. I'm like, wh-? and they're all in like foreign countries. I'm like, how do are you rich? Like how do, how do people, how the fuck are you traveling? Like, I, I'm like, I'm like, all right, you're an entrepreneur, right? Most entrepreneurs that I know, like it takes years for them to make like millions unless they come up, unless they're app developers and then they, they strike it rich. But usually they're living off of loans for a while because that's what you have to do to build a business and they're paying it off in the meantime. But most of these I, I don't want to I, – I hate to say women, but it's true because that's who I'm swiping. But most of the women that I come in contact with, they're like entrepreneurs traveling the world, wearing expensive dresses. And they're, they always seem to be at like an event, like a, a ball, like a gala. And I'm like, where – like where – how – who are you? Like is this what New York City is filled with? There's a couple – oh, yeah. First of all, there's a couple of key things that you've said here. One is <laughs> – and this is – okay. One is New York City. Right. There's a bubble here that is money way town. different than yeah. the rest of the country it's in some town, places. Yeah. Um, the other thing is entrepreneur. So a lot of people that choose to be entrepreneurs are um, – they're not people that do it out of necessity. There's true entrepreneurs that I think just don't know how to do anything else. Like I, I almost don't even want to be an entrepreneur. But there are days when I'm like, why am I doing this? <laughs> the hol- What's that? There are days where I'm like, why am I doing this? Right. But then I realize that – I don't have to take the subway at nine nine a.m. I don't. Have, there are things that I don't. There there are benefits to what I do, for all of the insanity that goes around, like owning your own business and running your own business, and and you're you're the only person that's you're responsible. Like I don't know how to do anything else except for this. This is what I've dedicated most of my adult life to, most of my professional life to. However, like however, and I've observed this a lot, especially in the wellness world of New York City. There are entrepreneurs and authors uh, and various business owners that do come from families with very deep pockets, and they 
and they create these businesses that I watch sometimes and on Instagram and stuff like that. And I'm like watching <laughs> what they do with their day and how they do it and the programs they create. And I'm like, how do you get this much revenue yeah. from, uh, you know, like this like circle that you run on Tuesdays? Right. Like, I mean, you know, and I know they don't do anything else because I know a lot of these people personally. And I'm just like, how do you have an apartment on the Upper East Side and do this? Shit? Yeah. How do you do this? Like, I don't understand. Like, I don't get it. I don't get it either. We uh, we went off course a little bit. Yeah, we you talked. You talked <laughs> that about was good, being sober, being yes. vegan, and being an entrepreneur being a turnoff to people on uh, dating apps. Well, everyone's an entrepreneur on dating apps. First of all, every 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 person, every woman on Tinder and Bumble. Now, hold on one second, because I know I'm going to get a lot of flack from this. I am not a misogynist. I love strong women who make their own money and who are successful, and I and I support that one million thousand whatever percent. I have read tons of books on feminism, and I agree with it, and I love it. I am just talking about what I have observed from being a male on the other side of this. And if you want to hear that through no filter, that would be great. So the women that I have noticed on Tinder and Bumble, most of them are entrepreneurs and alcoholics. I'm not, and I'm, this is not judgmental. When I, it, it, every picture, there's champagne in their hand. The, it, the first thing in their profile is, I enjoy tasty cocktails. I swear to God, if I can, if I can put together a, just a, a compilation of how many women have that in there. So it's interesting. Is that an alcoholic trait to, to, to not allow yourself a potential connection because that person doesn't drink? Absolutely. And so I think that it's an enabling society. So alcoholism, okay, in New York, people are very busy. They have very stressful jobs. They have insane, you know, I mean, if you work for PR, most a lot of people work for PR or, or whatever. They go out and get smashed because that's how they deal with it. They don't deal with it through, you know, now there's like wine at yoga classes. I'm like... I have friends that are lawyers and stuff, and I'll meet them for a movie at six thirty p.m. Well, I used to when I had a life, but like you know, years ago, and they would, and they, they would, they would get to it by like six, and they'd be hammered Hammer. already, and they'd be like, "Oh, I had a late lunch with the client," and I'm just like, "Wow, that's your day? Yeah, it's ama- it's amazing." And you know, so 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 me saying I don't drink, they're like, "Well, how are we going to hang out?" I'm like, "Really? You can't hang out and not get smashed? Like, first of all, I can't have sex if I'm drunk." Like, I stopped being able to have sex when I was drunk a while ago. Like, not perform. I just, it didn't, it wasn't enjoyable. I was yeah, like, this sucks. If you're going to be yeah. present for any part of life, that yeah. should be one of the one. that should be that's, one of the most important moments that you're present for. When you're at the, the like, that's the peak of intimacy between two people. And I don't want to, I don't, I want to be sober for it, you know? And mm-hmm. I, and I read the, the joys of sober sex is wonderful. So... The first thing that everyone write, or after saying I enjoy tasty cocktails, then they go through their whole like life story about what they're doing and what they want, and then at the end it's let's meet up for drinks. There's no other option. Let's meet up for drinks. It's such an alcohol-based society, especially in New York City. Now I'm talking about these aren't these aren't women in their twenties. They're 35, 40, 42. They're like still – they're living in a perpetual existence of of drinking, doing CrossFit, and then going eating sliders. And to me, that's – I'm not being judgmental or passing a massive judgment, but that's not a good way to live. 
Well, you're not health you're not in alignment with that. You're on a I'm not totally in alignment with it. Exactly. And yes. it, I'm not like judging it. Two different languages. Let me uh, bring us back to uh, to that night where you came in to do the. Oh, Q&A. did we go off on a tangent? We went off on a tangent yeah. a little bit. Everything good happened to me. Um, first of all, you get ripped without doing anything. I, I, because your body sheds all the shit the that it's holding f- on to. It's everything. So our body wants to exist in the most perfect state possible. That's why when we cut our finger, cut our arm, we don't have to do anything as long as it's not too much of a traumatic injury. But like you don't have to do anything. It just fixes it. It yes. just automatically goes, fix this. Yes. It wants to do that to us systemically. Yep. The problem is we just give it other shit to do all day, usually three right. times a day plus snacks. Right. I so, just banged the table. <laughs> so, we give, so we usually what we do is we give it Tons of garbage to process through. It never gets to fully complete that garbage. We wake up the next day feeling like garbage, and that's where coffee culture comes in. That's where um, deep food cravings of wanting to put in heavier foods in the morning comes in because uh, the best way to shut down the residual effects of toxicity is by putting in more toxicity. As anybody knows, that stops doing something that's poisonous for them. Immediately, they start to crave it, especially if it's a drug, right? Especially if it has a drug-like effect. So... um, so, yeah, so you went into that process. You went into a letdown period. You started Oof. to detox. I, I, I still detox. Yeah. I still and it'll detox. go on for a long time. And it will time. go on for a long time. And I love, I embrace it. Mm-hmm. There are times when uh, what was amazing was recently. So, okay, so, the, so some of the benefits that happened was um, shed a lot of weight, skin beautiful i mean my skin is starting to look like yours i couldn't believe it but the other day i was like wow i've come so far from a year ago um you yeah, know you used to have a lot of big skin eruptions and stuff huge skin eruptions. i still have sometimes like i just got one here but um that's because i switched moisturizers sometimes your skin reacts to moisturizers like a dermatologist say that you but know. you'll have stuff you know bouncing out of your skin Things for a long time i had skin. it happen all the time yeah. i'd get really oily and i had periods yeah. where i had pimples all over my back and yep. just your body's just Pushing everything out, just, yeah, all the garbage out. is getting pushed yeah. out. Yeah, but I was a I was a thirty six waist. I'm now a thirty one, <laughs> between thirty one and thirty two. Uh, I, I had to re. I had to, the one thing that was very expensive was I had to re. I bought. I re. I, instead of getting everything tailored because it, it, my suits were so big that I was like, I can't even get. The, I just I got to get new suits. I gave like five pairs of jeans to yeah. my friend Arthur. Arthur yeah. Valerio. I yeah. gave him like five pairs of jeans once yep. because I lost so much weight. You lose weight. so much weight. Yeah. And, and, and like I said, I've kind of leveled out, but I also still lose weight. Um, and, and I love it. Uh, I don't eat as much. I don't buy as much food. It's less expensive to live. Um, and I feel satisfied all day. There are days when I only crave juice. There are days when I only crave smoothies. Um, I do still eat cooked food once in a while. Uh, yeah, as you should. Yeah, yeah. I do eat cooked food once in a while. I don't. I. I'm not one of those cooked food is death people. Uh, I do enjoy cooked food, and I, and I, and and. But it's it's good food. Yeah, a it's, lot of cooked food is healthier than raw food. Right. I know people that eat pints of macadamia, raw macadamia, not ice cream, and they got these big swollen guts. Yeah. You know, and like they can't wait to get on the colonic table. <laughs> But they run away from a piece of steamed broccoli. I'm like, what the fuck what are, you are you doing? doing? One like, of the most perfect. Well, it. one of the most perfect things that I love to eat is uh, brown rice and broccoli. That's all the protein that you need in one day. In in that, and that's one of my favorite things to eat. I still eat plant based pasta because I'm a good Italian boy. Uh, I still eat plant based pasta that usually only has one or two ingredients. That's it. That's my rule. Whenever I'm buying food. If it has more than like three ingredients and one of them I can't say, I don't buy it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, 
because that I learned from you. You look at the label and you're like, I don't even know what that is. I wouldn't put it in my body. And then, like you said, the next day I'll wake up and I'll go until noon and not eat and be fine. I do still drink coffee, which we've talked about. Uh, I don't put anything in it, but I still drink coffee. Um, but it, it, it's a whole new way of living. I feel lighter. I feel better. Um, even my hair got thicker. <laughs> I stopped dyeing my hair. Let's see. Did you have gray? No, but I, oh. my hair is... So why were you dyeing your hair? Because I've been dyeing my hair since I was 19 years old, right? I never liked my real hair color. Now that I stopped dyeing my hair and my real hair color is coming out, it's red. My hair is red. Pretty Irish. It's a very metrosexual thing to do. I've been dyeing my hair since I was... First of all, can we just talk about the the contrast here of the way you came dressed in here and the way I'm dressed tonight? Okay, wait, well... Okay, so I'm excited it's fall. Okay. I'm a man of the cloth, not a priest. I'm a man who appreciates cloth. (laughs) Particularly well-tailored cloth. And I ran out of So I had all these fall... I had all these fall outfits planned, but it, it was it was eighty to ninety degrees until you know a few days ago, and I was so overjoyed that every time I left the house, I put on one of these outfits, and I'm like, "You have no new podcast." You're also you talking to you're talking you're to great. someone who sits in his kimono pajamas ninety percent of the time, editing like a troll in his home. So you look good. No, I like I'm Thanks. just teasing you. You look good. <laughs> I ran out of laundry, and I ended up. Whenever you see me in not a black T-shirt, and there's either some type of band logo or some type of which is also a black t-shirt which is usually a black t-shirt yes um you know i wear black t-shirts right all the time it's like it's like your staple no yeah i know a couple of reasons i do that number one uh i tend to eat fruits and raw juices and i wreck white shirts any shirt that shows my food choices they just end up on me so White shirts, I, I don't own too many of those. You were just drinking the smoothie and it like... Yeah, you saw that before, it like splat, and I was like, ah, whatever. So, um, and the other thing is when I was growing up, Grease was one of my favorite movies in the world. And the T-Birds all, you know, you know, I the color know black that. and everything. Yeah, John Travolta wore a black T-shirt. That's right, in, with uh, jeans, yeah. yeah. Wow, you're... Wow. So that's where that came from. I wow. like it. I- ironic that Travolta is one of your go-tos. When talking about health, too. He is one of my go-tos, yeah. So funny. I talk about, because he, I remember him on Oprah uh, talking about, like... Hamburgers and he American just loves food. American food or something, and he's like, yeah, because she was like, you know, because he's, I guess, I mean, he's, he's much older now, but he's always been in, like, really good shape and stuff. I, I think she asked him, like, you know, how do you stay in shape? Do you care about what you eat or something? And he was like, you know, Oprah, no, like, I don't. Like, I just eat burgers, and I, I, I like that kind of stuff. And you can see it when you look at him from a young man to now. You can see the swollen head, uh, Ben uh, Ben Affleck too. See him when he was in Dodgeball, and he was yeah. just like good-looking young man actor. Batfleck and now is... he's just like boom with the big puffiness under the eyes, the swollen face. And when he works out, he looks just fat. Uh, I was <laughs> I was looking on Snapchat today. I have to show you these pictures. I'm going to show you this now. And I, yeah. I I took screenshots of this. It's incredible. It's um today was the world's or maybe it was last night because I, I don't know what part of the world it was in. It's the world's um, strongest man competition. And every time I've seen one of these competitions or, or video footage from it, they're dudes with like swollen arms, like just oh, yeah. yeah, they're big dudes. They're not bodybuilder types. They're not the Mr. Mr. Olympia types because that's not they're not focused on definition and body sculpting, but they're just focused on moving weight. And they're usually big dudes, but the gut, the swollen, protein-packed, putrefied intestine is. F- 
fucked. It's so <laughs> fucked. So, I mean, and look. You think about those drinks and those protein supplements and all that garbage. It's, it's like overdosing. Look at that man's gut. That's disgusting. And he's, but I'm, I'm not just trying to make fun of him for having a gut. I'm no, trying to say like he. Just, that's horrible. Yeah, just being like training for that and being that strong and being that physical and having this big swollen gut. And the gut is not just like fat. It's not just like fat lining his gut. Although there is a little bit of that too. You see the pressure, mm-hmm. all the gas and the yeah. retention. It's the retention. It's like when you when you can go like that and like the the gut is almost hard. You know what I mean? Like that that's how you know it's oh my god. Come on, look at that body. What the fuck is going on He's with that just guy? Swollen. His chemistry is fucked. It's fucked. His chemistry is totally fucked. And He's these guys so die inflamed. very, very, very early. Yeah, they die early. I mean, that's the guy that I would want. You know, pulling me out of a, a car wreck because he's definitely strong as fuck. I he mean, could probably that's great. lift the car, lift the car up. Yeah. But like, that's <laughs> not the kind of chemistry I would want to create if I'm trying to live a long time. Absolutely not. So, uh, before we get out of here, tell yes. me uh, your, the weekend. Oh yeah, what, your film that won all the awards yes. just hit uh, Amazon Vimeo Prime. And, it's yeah. included in Amazon Prime, so you can watch it for free. Uh, you can watch it for free actually with a commercial too, even if you, even if you don't have Prime. Um, and you can also download it if you want to own the 20 minute film for a dollar ninety nine. You can do that, but we're offering it for free because it's a 20 minute film. We're it won not a get, shit ton of awards. It I've not seen 40, it yet. 40 awards. It, it forever changed my life as a, as a filmmaker because now I'm like, all right, I can make movies. You know, you, you do something like that and you get that kind of recognition. It's like, I should probably continue to do this. You know, it means I'm, I've, I've done something right. So now I'm making my next short, which I'm the star of. Because I was like one less person to direct. Death and Disco Fries. Death and Disco Fries. I totally, there's a, there's a line where I make fun of my own health choice. It's really funny. It's really, really funny. But it is about death. It's about death, okay? And the, the, the line is, it's not against vegans. It's not against plant-based people. But you never know when it's going to happen. You just never know when it's going to happen. So no matter what your life choice is, you always have to live without regret. That's, live with a conscious awareness of death. Live with a conscious awareness of death and don't be afraid of it. And so it's this kind of wonderful tale of you, you have to go you have to leave this place with no regrets. Well, cool, man. Thank you for doing a podcast with me. Yeah, Come man. back and do another one sometime. Hope you can edit it. Pro- you know, there's a there's <laughs> a, a lot, lot of shit through. that needs to get edited out of this. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, or you can edit it together to make me just like sound like a person who is just totally misogynistic and angry that he's not having sex. That's how you should edit it. I don't. I actually don't think I need to edit it to make it sound like that. <laughs> so, anyway, thank you, my man. Thank you, brother. Thank you. This was awesome. We got to do um, it again, my friends. I hope you enjoyed that podcast. Uh, we will be back with Gil Jacobs, Doctor Fred Bishy will be here again. Um, lots of new people coming onto the podcast. So, um, all right. Till then, we'll see you guys next time. <laughs>